what you said. But I love, I love, I love. Anyway, welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am Madula. I am Lance 2.0. And we have a wonderful guest tonight. She's no stranger to the mic. She is a friend to the show. Let's give it up for Miss Charmé. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, she sound all humble now. Yes, I sure o- say humble and blessed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, OTP couldn't be with us tonight. Yes, he's um, on the highways and byways doing what thus say the Lord. Hey! Safe travels. <laughs> Safe travels, love. Safe travels. <laughs> Safe travels, friend. All right, so we're just going to go ahead and dive into it. It's time for foreplay. And this is the time where we just take Ooh. it slow. You know, we want to lick it before we stick it. Get it wet. Let it drip, drop, drip, 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 drip. <laughs> so, so foreplay this week is in the vein of music. All right, so let's go to... I want you guys to try. I want all of us to try. List three songs that take you to a place. When I say a place, whether it takes you to a place emotionally, spiritually, or it just gives you like a natural high. John Legend, so high. John Legend, so high. Okay. Is that is that just, it just takes you somewhere spiritually? It just like, it just takes it's you to a place. definitely somewhere that takes me to a, like a natural high. Okay. Okay. Um, Mary, Mary, survive. That definitely takes me somewhere spiritually. Hmm. And. Hmm. I know you got another one. Jill Scott. When I wake up. Ooh, when I wake up. <laughs> I, I, will, I will spare y'all and I will not sing it. I will definitely spare y'all. Oh, uh, you want to go? Oh, you wanna go? oh, I can go. Um. Of course, y'all know my favorite artist, and I'm gonna have to say, what Beyonce is one of my favorite artists, and she is. Well, you know, I could start off with that Destiny's Child Survivor, and all the reason I say that is because I just remember in college how I just wanted to drop out, and I just remember how that song just made me just want to keep going. Wow! Yes, (laughs) that song made me want to just keep going and just not give up. I would play it on the radio like every morning before going to class. Um, Stevie Wonder, Overjoyed. Mm. Oh, that to me, it, I don't. It takes me to just a whole nother level. Just the lyrics, his singing, everything, the melody of that song is just so powerful that <laughs> <laughs> there are. I mean, I I don't. I, I can't think of a male singer who has re- released just a song just that just powerful. Right. Just, you know, right. there is one, but you know, we can't. He has a couple of them. Yes, yes. I, and I wanted to say some of his too, but I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not gonna give him the satisfaction. You sick and mother lover. You got one more. And one more. And this song here is because um a lot of people just don't know. Like when I was younger, I was suicidal, and um it it would have to be um Mary J. Blige's "My Life." Mm. And just because the lyrics to that song were just so powerful and, you know, when she when she said in that song, don't you know that I know we all are struggling, you know, it just Mm. really hit me at that point. Wow. Wow. Okay, so (laughs) my first one is very surprising. I think I told you guys this before. Uncle Sam, I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> you did. Nah, I'm telling y'all, if somebody give me the mic on that phone, I mean, on, on that song, the mic on that phone, the mic on that song, I am going to go ham, egg, and cheese. I'm be rolling on the floor, trying to cry. I'm be knocking shit over. I just am not. 
I cannot tell you what place it takes me, but it just seems like he was so passionate when he, mind you, I heard the song when I was in the fifth grade. I was in oh, the fifth grade when it okay. came out. Wow. Yes. Yes. So even back then, it had an effect on me back then. I got that CD out of Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only song. That song and Baby You Are was the only two songs I ever listened to. Well, those were his main singles, but the only songs I went listen to. And I tell you, I would tear the room up on that song. And I did not have no idea who I was singing to, but it's just the mm-hmm. lyrics were so powerful like you know oh my god you did this to me you violated me i don't i don't want to see you again <laughs> and i'm telling you it just takes me to a place it, and it has me sitting there for a while i listened to it the other day mm. child I, I had tears coming out my eyes i ain't gonna lie and it wasn't the fact that i didn't want to see nobody again but it's just the fact the song just did something to me um fred hammond living word bread of bread of heaven mm. living word okay um, that's good i can listen to that song over and over and over again it definitely takes me to a place spiritually you know but it also just kind of makes me get me on a natural high as well and then i want to say beyonce's um um rocket Ooh, <laughs> rocket's a waterfall yes god <laughs> that takes me to a place it's just let me sit this ass. <laughs> oh yeah yes that takes me to it just get me on natural i'm like oof Mm, mm, mm. Oh yeah! Now there mm-hmm. are definitely a whole lot of other songs. <laughs> there are, but we will be here all night. <laughs> I'm telling, we'll be here all night. I can't even begin to express the different songs that take me some places. But anyway, that was good. Whatever. All right. So now we got the juices flowing. Let's go to where's the wisdom? Ooh, <laughs> Lance Tufano. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this one isn't going out to anybody in particular this week. So okay. But sometimes you just need to distance yourself from people. If they care, they'll notice. If they don't, you know where you stand. Hmm. Would you like to expound? You know, if you go missing from somebody, you know, and typically, even you know, if it's your friends and you start distancing yourself, the first thing a true friend is going to do is say, what's wrong? Right. You know, right. why, why, haven't I heard from heard, you? why haven't I heard from you? Or what's the problem? Are we... You know, and I've been in this situation before where I've tried to distance myself from somebody and you just they just like, OK, how can I do better? You know, when I told them the situation. But then there are people who you distance yourself from and you know, like they don't notice. It's right. just like they they care less. They, they, they don't call the checkup on you or anything. It's just and so that's when you know where you stand, because if it was really something there, they would have kind of tried to get down to the bottom of right. what was wrong. I like it. Charmin, mm-hmm. what you got this week? Fuck niggas get money. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Short, oh. sweet, and to the point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wasn't ready. I wasn't yeah. ready. We're not doing I, this whole being broke in 2019, trying to be all in love. Fuck that. Oh, wow. They're going to have to come better than just, you know. Come with the money. Yeah. If it ain't about the money. <laughs> Don't be blowing me up. <laughs> I ain't getting up. <laughs> I think Cardi B said his best. Nothing in this world I like more than money. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Thank you, Charmy. Um, mine is a general this week. I don't have, I'm not going for or coming for anyone, but these are words with the best advice that you can ever give to a situation, depending on what it is sometimes. It's just to stay the hell out of it. Mm. <laughs> We make such 
take give such energy on certain situations that don't have shit to do with us. That's and so we giving our two cents and sometimes it makes the situation even worse than what it started. Have you ever like been around your friends and like you was you wasn't really mad about something, but then they say something and it's like now you on level ten. Mm-hmm. Like a girl boosts your head up or what have or what have you, and they ain't have anything to do with them, but they put theirs in, they they two cents in, and now you all messed up. And it's just like, oh my God, now I don't listen to this girl, and now I don't did all this stuff. And only thing it took was for them just to stay the hell out of it. M Y O B. Bring your own bottle. Mind your own <laughs> business. <laughs> your own fucking business. I remember somebody asked me, who are you talking to? I am minding my own business. I ain't got shit to do with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these last number days, I'm living my best life and I ain't going back and forth with no church news. Yes. Mm. Yes. Good. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely was a fun filled weekend. It was St. Patrick's Day yesterday. Oh, Did you guys indulge into any activities? I just went to brunch and got toasted. I, I got, in the words of uh, what's the girl Shamari on Real Housewives of Atlanta, she said, I got freshman wasted. <laughs> the mimosas will college, do it to you. I got college freshman wasted. The mimosas will okay, do it to you. I'll tell you, I came home, I passed out, I didn't recover till about midnight. Oh my Whoa. goodness. <laughs> And this was brunch time? Brunch. Oh, my goodness. I didn't recover till midnight. I had your waiter this morning when I went. Really? The white guy. Oh, Urban Cowboy. That he that fits him. Yes. <laughs> that fits him. That's what He's I kept. I was so drunk and I kept calling Urban Cowboy. Okay, so why was he Urban Cowboy? And Carmen might want to know. Because. <laughs> oh. He's such a gentleman. He has the Southern hospitality. He has that Southern hospitality. He just has that cowboy look. And it was just like. Yeah. Okay, so he was an urban. Oh, oh okay, I, 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 I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to. It, but it makes it no better. Like when you uh, go to have brunch and you had a mimosas, and you know you just leave church and you be on that spiritual <laughs> high, and then you you go to drink the mimosas, then you just you leave there lit. You know, especially if you have on church clothes. I remember one time I went. Lord have mercy, I had on the suit. Whoa, I got so lit. I saw these people trying to. Like, hey, y'all do- <laughs> I was t- I was good and toasted. This and ever since then, I try not to drink on Sundays. And just be like, oh, uh-uh. and that may have been it because church was so awesome yesterday. <laughs> like it really was. Bishop, I looked I looked at it on stream. Oh my, yeah, it, yeah. So it was on a whole nother level. Like he he ministered to me definitely yesterday. So it was it, just for me. It was just <laughs> it for was me. Just, it was just for me. I was like, oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, my weekend was pretty good. Of course, we was out on spring break um, or whatever, and so it was good to get away. I was on my favorite part of the U.S., the West Coast. <laughs> so, you know, you know, being over there is always a different vibe. Um, the weather was actually really good. I finally got a chance to see Lil John because uh, he, Lil John from the East, Lil John East, boys. Boys. Yeah. Um, he has his residency there when he's really? a DJ. Yeah, oh. so I finally got a chance to go. And, you know, Vegas, they have so many uh, clubs right? Um, and casinos and stuff. And just to really see a real club in the room, experience that here, we always have either bars or somebody house. They got to be outside attached. But they actually have real clubs. Like, they remind you of Truth from a Power. Right. Mm. Like, places like that. So it's just the whole vibe. It's just like, oh, my goodness. They have these big fans and be lights and stairs and you feel like you make with, everybody feel like yeah a like a celebrity yeah everybody mm-hmm. is dressed to the gods no so it's just you know this is just my type of environment so it was mm-hmm. just really really lit and we got in for free hey, ah! hey. <laughs> always the best price free 99 yes free 99 is always the best 
Charmy? I went to Atlanta, Georgia. We did, um, I took my children, well, my twins there because they were on spring break. And we did the Trap Music Museum. Yes, oh, big. I yes. want to go there so bad. Yes, we got to go back because we they have the Escape the Trap House. It's like the escape room, but it's true. It quizzes you on trap music trivia. Really, baby, oh. I am like it's thirty dollars, and then you get to tour the museum for free. Mm-hmm. But you had to have reservations, so that kind of I was like, and they were sold out. I was like, God damn it! Oh. And so I'm like, I'm going back just for that. We did the Civil Rights Museum. We ate at Greens and Gravy. That's Darius Cook's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I'm. I, it's this other restaurant that's next to it called the slutty vegan uh no i've heard of the slutty vegan that it's a vegetarian line is off the chain i've seen it yeah. the line for the slutty line. vegan i've seen i've seen a lot of people snap it yeah mm-hmm. yeah that line is crazy but it's a vegan restaurant yeah really? but they said it was really good like yeah. everybody who had been there they said she had a food truck and so they said her food truck used to be awesome so when she finally got the restaurant they just wanted to go and you know support and mm-hmm. The food was really good. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I should have went there because I wasn't like overly happy about what I got because I was like the service. It was just kind of mediocre. I was like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I had that was amazing was the crab and shrimp deviled eggs. Amazing. Oh, that sounds good. That's, it okay. was. Yeah. Give me some seafood any day and I'm wet. <laughs> there. Too. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> But I've developed this new line of crown peach. My God, the love of it is amazing. <sighs> it's so amazing. Take a flask. Take a flask with you to a restaurant. Yes, and yeah, order a sweet tea. Thank you, Mona Lisa. And I think <laughs> I can honestly say what you should do um, is peach, right? Yes. Yeah. So there is uh, um, um, the Minute Maid peach drink mm, from um, Walmart. Yes, you know the one that you get. Yes, good. And mix 50. mix it with that. And then go to Ooh! work. And then go to work. Have a great now, day. It's a whole lot of damn sugar. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but it is so good. Yeah. Oh my God. I had it in this big old nice glass. I had two big old glasses. So, you know, I was lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, the yes. only time I like sugar is in my alcohol. That's all. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, nice sweet drinks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love bad. sweet drinks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give me the sweet drink. Mm-hmm. So, what's popping in these streets? Ooh. So if you have just not <laughs> heard about the beef today between Kodak Black and Young M.A. He looks just like an ashtray. <laughs> he looks worse than an ashtray. <laughs> he looks like the gum that turns black when it gets stuck to the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> yeah. He that looks way like looks what like. they talk about when they're like, have to trach. And they start to get all old and they burnt. That's what he looked like. Oh my God. But um, he looks yeah. like he looks like one of them people from Dare to Dare to uh, the Dare commercial. He's <laughs> off drugs. That's what he, he looks like. like. Tales from the crowd. Crystal Meth saves, but I mean Crystal Meth kill, but Jesus saves. <laughs> sorry, I'm about to go in. On I'm that. not sorry. Anyway, he looks just like a booger, don't he? <laughs> like ugh. we just going in on him, but yeah, he deserves it actually. Today he has just you know okay so basically if you don't know what happened, Kodak Black released a song called Pimpin' Ain't Easy over mm-hmm. the weekend. On the song, basically he you know he says you know I be pulling out straps on these fuck niggas. I go young and mate on these dumb bitches like a dyke man. You niggas can't fuck with me. And then he says I'm fucking young and mate long as she got a coochie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not. It's not funny. It's so say the same one more time. Just say one more time. <laughs> one, one, one more time for the road. One more one time for the road. He game. said, "I'm fucking young and made like she got a, as long as she got a coochie." <laughs> I need to hear this song because I need to know how that makes sense. You know what? You know what? I'm just gonna be real ignorant right now. Maybe he was saying, "I'm fucking Ella May." Not young. <laughs> Maybe he was saying LMA. Boot no, no, up. No, 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 no. So young and May, you know, she went live, and because of course, you know, the fans just hitting her up, just yes. all in her, just <laughs> you know, hey girl, <laughs> this time, man, he wants to respond. Yeah, it's time, time to respond. It's time for you to say something right now <laughs> yeah. at this point. So she got on live and she said, you know, obviously this nigga is weird. I know I'm a female, but at the end of the day, nigga, that's not my preference. And I'll see him in Arizona, you know, and we'll deal with it accordingly. Mm, that's another Cardi B on site. So on site, Kodak comes back on Instagram and says, "I'm talking about how are you a girl, but don't want your pussy penetrated." Mm. So now you're going to slander territory, basically. And so it was just like the debate today became about rape culture, mm. right? You know, because. How many times do you know, and it doesn't even have to be about her being a lesbian and all this stuff here, but how many times do you hear about guys, you know, making unwanted advances to women? All the right. time. All the time. And they get away with it. And they get away with it. And the question was, because a lot of, um, you know, heterosexual males were defending it. Like, oh, yeah, she got a pussy. You know, what's the of problem? What's the problem? What's the problem? So somebody did come back and they was like, well... If a guy comes to you and say, oh, well, you got an asshole, so I'm going to fuck part. you as long as you got an asshole. Hmm. How do yeah. you feel about you that? Got an open mouth. And they like, oh, basically, that's a different thing. That's a whole different thing. That's the- <laughs> but yeah. it's still disrespectful. Yeah, it's it's a whole day. different thing, but quiet as kept. I don't know. Oh, let me finish. Because <laughs> they don't been in jail. All right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's disrespectful at the end of the day. You know, you get mad if a, if a gay guy comes to you and, you know, tell about yeah. he want to fuck you or something like that. So Be why would you still disrespect this young woman? You know, at the end of the day. And so that just really became a big debate. And it's just it brings like I said, it brings up the whole rape culture thing. Right. But but the sad the sad part about it is <laughs> is that in, in this case, in, in this just in this case, I feel like <laughs> nobody's going to come to her aid because she is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just mm-hmm. like the whole Justice Mullick thing. You know, mm-hmm. there's no I mean, we were people were on his side at first, mm-hmm. but I think now that he that he identifies as a, a out gay male, they, they're gonna drag him. Exactly. Uh, because so I feel like he in that community, he should somewhat know that. Uh, that you know she's not she's already not as respected as he is because of course she's gay or but what have you. Ignorant, mm-hmm. yeah. But and, and I mean, but to me, a lot of those rappers are very ignorant, but they're very smart at the same time. No, they he's know. just nasty. He's totally <laughs> he's <laughs> trash. Because the thing is, he's be on clear. trial. He is trash. He has. He's actually been going to court for rape. Yeah, he mm. is trash. No, okay. He is actually. Yeah, he's actually a trash individual. He looks like a trash can. He doesn't look like Oscar the Grouch. Well, I never, but, I never really was a fan. I mean, but you know, hey, whatever. He, he, he's, I will. I, he has know, a few his, hits. I yeah, he has a few hits. You know, right. his, 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 he's a, he's a decent rapper. I, I, I know how to Kodak to Bob. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the nigga's trash. Yeah, personally, you know, personally speaking, he's a trash individual. Mm-hmm. We definitely gonna be following this story. I want to see what she gonna do. Is she gonna pull up on site? Is that gonna shut Arizona all the way down? Young Ma, 
is not to be fucked with. Yeah. Hey, no lesbians. No, punk ass bitch. <laughs> no lesbians are to be fucked with. Okay, let's just be clear. They go from they go from ten to a thousand in a matter of two point five seconds. <laughs> Especially when it comes to their friends and their family mm-hmm. and stuff. They they just automatically have a point to prove. No, I'm, I'm not talking about them, but I mean I'm just saying. Yeah. So and... they just don't want to be no punk ass bitch. <laughs> I ain't gonna be no pump bitch. <laughs> Don't get me. What's up? Pull up, nigga. <laughs> you know, they have them deep voices and stuff. All right, let me stop. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, so moving on. <laughs> I'm trying not to go there. I'm trying not to. The iHeartRadio music. iHeartRadio Awards. Go ahead. On. Go, Cordy. All the person I saw um, perform was LMA, and she actually was really good. She has definitely mm-hmm. been working on her stage presence from when we saw her on BET last year. Baby was acting like she was at the school high school talent show. She was the high school talent yeah, show. She probably was so I don't nervous. know. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying when you you have to be ready. You have to be ready when you go to the next level. And of course, we had heard her about her when we mm-hmm. were overseas. But I mean, I feel like she had enough time to practice. You know what the thing is, though, with artists, though, today, I don't think there's artist development anymore. Mm. But you no, know, back not. in the days, you had, you know, an artist. Mm-hmm. They right. had to perform at the, you know, the little stages and right. stuff and build their way up to that. They right. don't develop artists in, in that mm-hmm. way. Right. And I think Mary, Mary J. Blige, and I'm actually giving her some credit, but she said <laughs> she said it best. Uh, many years ago, she was on American Idol and she was saying that um, she'd rather not participate in like the judging and, and like, things like that because they basically she's like they're getting these people off the street and they're trying to turn them into stars. Mm-hmm. And it's not really developing them for the long term of artistry because you know over the course of time you will change you're Mm -hmm. not going to have the same body at 40 that you had at 20 so there are going to be some different things that you have to do so you can't get out there huh i beg to differ oh i did beg to differ too like i said (laughs) even my girl y'all know janet jackson is my fave one of my favorite of all time she don't dance like she used to back in rhythm nation days (laughs) Uh -uh. now she was good don't get me wrong she still can do it but she's nowhere near to the fact that she was with Rhythm Nation. So it's hey, what I'm saying is that what Major Blige you know, was saying. It will catch up. Yeah, it's going to catch up. And mm-hmm. also, you know, preparing them for just the fame, period. You know, Michael Jackson, he dealt with it as long as he could. But, you know, for people like Justin Bieber that came out the woodwork, you know, he was already a YouTube star. But then when he made it finally and started growing up, he started getting into different things and stuff. They're not developing them for that. And then, of course, he was having some vocal issues. He's going through depression, too, right? Yeah, he's going through depression right now. So that that, and I think that's what she was saying, because they don't they don't have artist development like what what you were saying. Right. And that's why a lot of the award shows now that I just know I don't really watch because the artists they're just put out there and you right i mean i'm used to like you know even with you know even with beyonce we're used to we could say we saw her on the stage you remember planet groove that used to come on bet right. and they used to just perform at those little right shows and stuff they don't have mm-hmm. that anymore. yeah and that's why i, I said one time i said before i always will have the utmost respect for beyonce because she mm-hmm. worked for everything she that she had <laughs> we know that when beyonce came out she wasn't sounding oh, good no you know she she had she them too looking all <laughs> yeah she had them too, she None had two she had two runs <laughs> she had about two runs uh she she was always pretty always yeah. a pretty girl oh, pretty <laughs> But she had that one one bop to step. She walked to the left, walked to the right. That mm-hmm. was it. She was no and Sasha Fierce. Ooh, she used to hold that microphone. I was like, it was it was a weird way she used to yes, hold Yes, yes. <laughs> we remember her back for, uh, come together days. You remember oh, that Jesus. when they had the uh, camouflage on yep. and they had that pink on mm-hmm. and stuff. We remember yeah. UB. We remember UB. But yes. she worked. But she took what she had and she worked at it. She got the vocal coaching mm-hmm. and all of that. You know, she wasn't no Whitney because Whitney After could just open up her mouth. Daddy, she was straight. Yeah, but even before that, I thought she was good. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. I but, think he but did shout a- out to. 
Cardi B. Woo! She took home four awards, including um, Hip Hop Artist of the Year. Okay. And um, she wasn't there to accept the award, but she did. Um, Baby is booked. A video. Yeah, I'm she busy. said, you know, I'm, she said, I'm working. She said, I'm working right now. She accepted her award and, you know, pure Cardi B fashion. She actually licked the trophy. Hey, What that mouth do? You know, um, other winners, I know Taylor Swift won Artist of the Year, of course, you know. It's, I'm mm-hmm. really starting to like her. I mean, I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift. You uh, know, her. You, have you seen, she has a live, her live concert is on Netflix. I yes, went to a Taylor Swift concert. I was going, I was going to watch it. Good, yeah, I, I went to her concert gonna... years ago when she was here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my daughter won tickets. Oh, okay. And we were on the, like, we were on flo- we were on the floor. Twelve sold out. Twelve thousand white people. We were like two. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really starting concert. to like her, and that's probably why I'm starting to like her because when I was sitting, I think in the airport, um, mm-hmm. they were playing her concert. Uh, either somewhere I don't know. I was in the store. Oh hell, where well, I was? They was playing her concert then, and I was just like, you know, she actually got a decent catalog, and I'm mm-hmm. saying, saying some of her songs like over the years, and she's always been the same. You know, she's never wavered yeah. or whatever. Cause she, um, she invites people to her house, right? Fans to her she house. She has, invi- yeah. She invites fans to her right. house. Unfortunately, you know, them people broke in her house. You heard that by the story? Yeah, I heard that. It was like two weeks or two or three weeks ago. Yeah, like, but wow. I, I don't. I never understood why famous people don't have the maximum security. Cause y'all got the money. Why? Why are you trying to be a commoner? You, you can't. You can't. They say a man actually climbed on a ladder through her window and you know into her place. Yeah, in New York, but anyway. yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, other winners really probably ain't nobody y'all care about BTS what's mm. that between sheets exactly that's them little Asian boys it's like seven oh, of them oh that's right that's right yeah yeah and I they, don't care but they sell out arena they, no they sell out stadiums now in the United States <laughs> and I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. They, so, they, they have a big following that's what it's all about following. it's um, and of course, um, No Shit Sherlock is on iHeartRadio as well. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to our f- uh, fellow podcastians, The Reed. Woo! The oh, Reed. yes. Kid Fury and, and Crystal. Crystal. Yes. Well, who I met last year. Oh, yes. Wonderful. But, um, oh, okay. Yes. Pictures on the Instagram. I know. She was like, I oh, appreciate meeting you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Yeah, they um have just um gained. They're gonna have a late night talk show for the for the read, and it's gonna come on Fuse. Um, they don't have a specific air date yet, I don't think. But this is actually big for mm-hmm. podcasters right. everywhere, especially black ones. Yeah, especially as yes, black podcasts. They they are, and I guess I'm so proud of them because I've been following Kid Fury since he was making YouTube, YouTube videos. videos in his bedroom, his parents, his bedroom. In his parents' home back wow. in Miami, yeah. And so, I you know just to see him where progress, he came up yeah. from progress, and you know they're very political, they're very knowledgeable of mm-hmm. everything, you know. And so, is it going to be more real? Do we know whether it's going to be more reality, it's gonna be, or is it going to be basically like the read, just like okay, it's just be like the like, show? Yeah, okay. and then they'll have celebrity guests on there too. Okay, that's so, what's up. Yeah. That's what's so up. they'll get more celebrity. So guests. it might be more like a talk show. Yeah, more like a talk okay. show. But you know they'll still be giving, you know, doing their read thing, reading people and <laughs> all that. So shout out to them. Yeah, that's shout out to them. That's that's, that's that is what's up. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what that's going to be about. Yes, so, um, you me know, I too. Can go, I can go in there and push them around and 
<laughs> what's up? I still know, you know, we can go down and start a fight and stuff. Oh my God, no shit, Sherlock Holmes, they started a fight. It was all for publicity. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it right, Suzanne? We're going to go down and fight and stuff. Yeah. No. <laughs> but she going to want to be down when we get on the show and stuff on that check. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Run me my coinage. Mm-hmm. Just as long as you put the statement out there, Suzanne, and you make it look good for the media. That's right. Olivia Pope says spin it. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> when not having ties to a situation, it allows you to see things clearly and not distorted. We call that love versus logic. This is definitely OTP lane right here, but I'm tapping into it just a little bit tonight. Where's him when I need him? Janae, I love you. Why don't you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Next week we gonna do uh, move. We gonna do movies next week that take us to a place because I got some movies that take me to a place. So I want oh, y'all be thinking yes. about those that'll preach ne- next week. <laughs> so y'all call in, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not for Pornhub and free Twitter and all of that. We talking about real PG thirteen or rated R movies I mean, with minimal sexual content. Oh, so no Debbie does Dallas. Huh? <laughs> Manuel in Bangkok, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hashtag If it got cock in it We don't want to talk about it Darn it Damn So tonight's Love versus logic Is it an addiction Or is it all in your mind Is it an addiction Oh I can't talk tonight Is it an addiction Or is it just all in your mind This is so important Because I feel like You know I go back to the Bible You know I'm a little deep As a man thinketh so So is he so is it really an addiction that we have when it comes to certain things and i do have a list or is it all in our minds that we're looking for something that we had before and just can't get it out of our minds Hmm. so let's think about this when it comes to food of course, we all watch My 500 Pound Life. 600. 600. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Suzanne. Go ahead and get them that extra 100 because they, uh, they there. Cause My they 600 Pound that. Life. So, a lot of people say it's an addiction to food or it's, it's an antidepressant habit. So, do we feel like that's an addiction or is it all in our minds? I feel sometimes, I'll go first. I, I think sometimes it is all in your mind because I love food. I do. But the thing I've learned about myself is that a lot of times when I want to get something especially when it's late Mm -hmm. you're not hungry you're just used to getting you some food right so as long as you say you know you're not actually that hungry because you ate a a significant amount or you ate a little snack early you're not really hungry you can do that I feel like your mind will free you from that particular addiction to food now of course everybody you know of course now we're on keto diets we're on uh, what's the other different diets that out there? Used keto. to be South Beach back in the day, but Atkins and yeah. Weight Watchers, yeah. and- Weight Watchers. So of course they they try to get you to be addicted to little small foods because mm-hmm. of course that's the way you actually lose a little quicker as long as you're eating like your six meals or what have you. So what do you guys think? Do you think it's an addiction to food, especially for those people that may be heavier? Uh, do you think it's an addiction or is it just something that they're used to or they're accustomed to? Or you think it's on their mind? I'm addicted to cheesecake. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I've never seen you eat none. I got you some like in the cheesecake? refrigerator right now. <laughs> I am addicted to cheesecake. You know, everywhere we go, every time we go out of town, I'd be like, okay, we got to go find me some strawberry cheesecake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not that friend. That, oh, I'm sorry. I need, to, I need to brush up. <laughs> yeah. But 
I don't think it's actually an addiction. Actually, I think it's. Now, I think it can be a comfort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, you know, if with the people on six hundred pound life, you know, people use food as a comfort. Like, if they're sad, you know, you turn to something. Food comforts you. It makes you feel better. I don't Southern think it's comfort. an addiction, but it just makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you you're sad, and the first thing you want to go to is go to your kitchen and mm-hmm. just say, hmm. "Where's this ice cream? Where's this ice cream?" You know, people. I mean, what's the first thing like when you know? I don't want. I don't. I hate to stereotype, but women <laughs> when they have a breakup, hmm. they go get that tub of ice cream, mm-hmm. sit mm. in front of the TV. Back in the days, they used to watch Sex in the City while they was while eating a tub of ice cream. <laughs> But just so like you say, it's more, girls, more comfort, comfort for food. Yeah. It's, it's not real. I don't think it's an addiction. It's just com- it's something that just comforts you and makes you feel better. I so what about the, so what about, so what about the people when it when it when it come when it comes to the crab pot? The crab. Oh, oh I gotta have me a, a crab tray, a garlic crab tray. I just got to have me one. I just had me one before I came here. <laughs> so the, <laughs> I, I, I mean, is it brush my teeth and everything? Is but. it an addiction? Because I mean, I'm just like I. I don't understand. <laughs> maybe that isn't. Yeah, maybe that is an addiction because there are some people who just have to have it at least once a week, maybe twice. That's excessive, huh? That's excessive. No, there are people who. Make I'm sure it pot. is. You know how you have some people who will just go into the their kitchen. I mean, you go on Facebook, they be like, "Oh, I just made me six crabs just for me." I have to. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I have. I love seafood though. So, but I can't honestly say that's an addiction. Mm-hmm. I don't like, think people are addicted to food. I think people are addicted to the need or the want of food. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's truly all in their mind. And they teach you that once mm-hmm. you have like, you know, different programs that you're on, they'll mm-hmm. tell you it's all in your mind. You're really not hungry. Drink you, drink you some water and yeah. you won't have that hunger sensation it's, because it's in your mind. It's a desire. Now, you know, if you go yeah. to, if you with someone and you just like, let's say, you know, you're in the middle of the country because mm-hmm. you know, they really don't have crabs like that especially blue crabs whatever and then mm-hmm. you know you with somebody and they just like oh i just gotta go find me some crabs and you driving all around town it's like bitch right there's <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many other things you could eat i guess i guess maybe it is an addiction for some people but mm. all right let's take know. a shift sex oh that's definitely addiction <laughs> <laughs> and i'm talking to the perfect people so i don't have to say anything i'm just gonna let charmy go in and let have Contra. Okay. Is it an addiction or is it all in your mind? <laughs> Come on, Charmin. Well, you know, <laughs> it is truly all in your mind. Mm. I know, I know, I know I'm getting dirty looks, but it is all in your mind. Not for me. I want to hear what you got to say. You know say. why? Because you can have bad sex, <laughs> and I have. We all and have. I'm like, I fuck we this shit. <laughs> I'm done. Now, if the sex was like great, then maybe I might crave it and I want it like ice cream and crabs. Like, yes. Mm. Whoa. But once you, I guess once you break the addiction of having good sex and you start having bad sex, you'd be like, fucking, I don't want to do it no more. Or you could just have bad sex and you just keep fucking until you find some good sex. I'm trying to test <laughs> that theory now. But. So does that kind of make it like an addiction? It's an then? addiction. Yeah, because of course we know uh, what the statistics say about drugs. It's like you're mm-hmm. always looking for that first high. But Let I'm to you. the point where yeah. I'm like, fuck it. And I'll, I'm good because right. it's just bad. So that's why I, I uh-huh. can say it's not an addiction for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, uh-huh. so you would say it's more all in your mind because it can't it can't push you to the point you just be like, okay, it's it's just really not that deep. Exactly, it's just I, not I, happening. I, I, I just I just wait. Yeah, I rather just wait because I truly believe that the best sex is when you have an emotional attachment, mm. and it's kind of hard to just you can't just 
find any random dude to have an emotional right. attachment with because right. niggas are trash and they're stupid <laughs> right and they don't have shit like they don't have a fucking car they don't have a goddamn <laughs> place they literally don't have their own place their mama gotta unlock the top lock to let ass in oh wow fuck that keep your good dick because you don't have a place to stay hmm. <laughs> well that sums it up uh, i think i think it can be um an addiction i have to agree with you when it's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's good and you're constantly, you know, and Thinking I think it. people, people find comfort in that too. Oh, I, I got somebody touching me. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely can be a comfort there, but I don't want to, I want to put the either or the or. Um, I think it can be an addiction when you are um, not settled with somebody, because if that's all that you have to offer, mm-hmm. you know, normally you can get addicted to making people feel good or be making you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the same people like myself, I think it's all in your mind because I feel like, you know, I'm with you. It has to be deeper than a sexual, the sexual attention. It has to be on an emotional level. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, what am I really going to get out of this? I really can just have a V8 and go to sleep. Baby, I keep a bullet <laughs> and it's right there and I don't got to deal with no shit. She's like, mm, go to sleep. One expound. <laughs> Two years. It's an addiction for me. Two speak, years. Speak for yourself. It's an addiction two for me. Years. I wa- uh, two two years. Oh, you know what? Oh, oh, oh you, so you in two this too? Years. Yes, I'm in oh, this bullshit oh, too. No. Oh, 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 no, no, oh. So both of us can gang up for you tonight. Are you talking about two years or like when I went without? No, I'm oh, talking no. about the fucking two oh. years you hit a secret. Oh, yeah. But um, I guess that's true. Get him. Get him. Let him. Get him. And you know, listen. We better than that. I tell you all my goddamn secrets. You know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> and you hear something from like that for two years? Well, if someone went mention so, well, if somebody went mention a sex partner in front of another sex partner that I had, I'm there with somebody fuck. else. <laughs> two years? That's what you get. Payback is a bitch. <laughs> two years. How dare you? Oh my god. We talk damn near every week. We talk damn near every damn day. Anyway, all right, let's sit back. All right, come oh, back, Lord. come back, Charmaine, come back, come back, him, Jesus. come back. <laughs> as a as an a person who I do feel like I have a sex addiction because <laughs> I wake up thinking about sex. I think about sex in church. I think oh. about sex at work. Can I just say I think after about church? I used to be the horniest. It I'm was horn- like amazing after sex. I'm the horniest at the church. For some yes. reason, yeah. I am the horniest. And I, I can honestly church. say that's the honest moment for me. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like on Sundays, I don't want to do nothing. I don't want. Only thing I want to do is go to church, go eat, and go bam, home and hunch yes. and go to sleep. <laughs> I do and go fornicate, yeah. fornicate, go to sleep. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I don't want to do nothing else on Sundays, and I hate it with a does passion when I have other people? stuff to do. Right? I think it does. No, alone in My name is Medulla, and I be wanting to hunch at the church. Hi, Medulla. You know, so um, yeah. I, yeah, and I like, and for me, I don't know because oh, I'm getting too personal with that. But I just, I, 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 I keep an erection. I do, and it's, and it's at the most unknown times. I mean, yesterday in church, I was erect, and I, when you know, he's like, stand up. I'm just like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me i don't know I, I, I that's guess why you keep like, your jacket you need to wear blazers well, I always and long t-shirts shirt. i wear a long shirt usually because okay, i know you know that's why i always do but um yeah I, it's I like even at well. work even at work <laughs> you know i've all i think i think about sex and i think i forgot how much the average time they say a man thinks about sex but i think i think about sex probably every two minutes 
Okay, so we need to sing to A. Okay, so all right. Because I'm a professional, so I'm not giving y'all that. You know, I'm I'm just letting y'all talk. Anyway, um. <laughs> okay, so uh, well, it's an addiction for some, and it's all in your mind for the others. Okay, um, let's go to what we talked about earlier: the moolah, the money, the coins. Money I think addiction. addiction. Yeah, that's definitely addiction. Yeah. Why is that? Because you can't do shit when you broke. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. after being broke, once you realize that this shit is depressing as fuck, you don't never want to be that way again. So right. you make sure that you're in a position where you have a little change. You ain't got to have, you know what I'm saying? Stacks on stacks on yeah. stacks. But you ain't you got to have, have Beyonce and Oprah money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But enough money to say, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> and I'm finna go somewhere for the weekend. Right. Right. Um, and I think it's because money. You can't live. You can't live without well. You can't. You can't. I mean, yeah, yeah. You can't live well. I mean, you. It's just a part of your everyday life. Money is just a part of everything right. that you do. And I, I guess I, sli- uh, we probably slid that in there. The producer slid it in there because, you know, I always like but go back to the Bible. You know, it says the mm-hmm. money answers all things. That's what part part of the scripture says. But then it turns around and say the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that are addicted to it, they find themselves doing things that are mm-hmm. harmful to themselves or harmful to other people. And it's kind of like, eh, is it really worth being addicted to? If it's going to cost you, if it's going to cost you more than what you did to get it, you get what I'm saying? It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it, of course. But, but that's the, the thing is, it's like with money. You can't, a lot of people say, you know, is it worth, you know, your integrity or, you know, and that was this whole Steve Harvey and Monique thing, you know, how Steve Harvey said, you know, I have a family fee, you know, I'm gonna do whatever I got to do to get to do, you know, get Mm -hmm. this money or whatever. And people were just like, you know, your integrity. But if you're at the lowest of lowest, ain't no telling what What you would do to get money. Shoot, you might have, you, you sleep with that homeless man on. You gotta uh, do something a little strange for some change. change. Mm. You know, ain't no telling. I mean, everybody's just like, okay, but if you've never been in that situation, you can't say you what can't you say would what right. What do? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think it can be an addiction because people are constantly looking at what somebody else may mm-hmm. have, right? Um, and you strive to have more so that you can have what the other person have. Mm-hmm. And I learned, you know, in my little short time life you know my little weird wise time that you know we dress up and we do certain things to try to be like other people and them people don't care whether we dead or alive and it's just like you spend so much time seeking approval and -hmm. seeking status from others that you miss the integrity part or whatever so that's why i wanted to throw that in there Mm -hmm. um i definitely sometimes think it could be all in your mind because my thing is you can have a whole lot of money but if you don't have know how to manage it it's mm-hmm. no good to you, no way. Mm-hmm. Um, you have millionaires that file bankruptcy over and over again. And commit suicide. Yeah, and commit suicide uh, because they feel like in their mind that they're going broke. Or they can, they're they not going to be able to hold on to the lifestyle that they actually built up. You have people now that work overtime, overtime, overtime just to kind of make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And you make all this money. And the person that don't make work overtime, they have more than what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but they know how to be stewards right. over what they have. Good stewards. And some people... <laughs> And I think some people, Good it story, may not even me. be an addiction. Some people don't have, it may not be an addiction to money. It's an addiction to survival. Because or the lifestyle that they people, have. Right. But there are some people who have a lot of money and you just wouldn't know it mm-hmm. because right. there there are some big, some rich people who are very frugal, mm-hmm. right. you know, um, 
there are some, I know there are some celebrities who say, you know, I don't gamble because, you know, I work hard for my money. Right. You know, I'm right. just not going to give it away. You know, but there. Right. Then, but to your point, um, gambling, that addiction, mm-hmm. because of that love for money, you keep right. going to that slot machine because you know you win that twenty dollars. Oh, let me try and make it fifty. Let right. me try and make okay. it a hundred. Right. Then your ass end up with zero. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one. <laughs> the next one. Um, we gonna take it back to the second one. Pornography. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Is it an addiction or is it all Baby, it's a fave. It's a favorite <laughs> in my phone. Like all jokes aside, xvideos.com is right next to Amazon. Oh. <laughs> and then Ashley Stewart. I, I like, definitely I think it can be an addiction, especially when you are not sexually active mm-hmm. on the regular. Mm-hmm. Um I had to shift my way of doing things because what would happen is is that, you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm so tired, I just wanna lay down and mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it's it's, it's, right. it's similar to it's similar to almost wanting to have a drink every day because you feel so stress you're like oh my god child, i just need i just need a drink leave me alone or whatever and that's how it kind of starts and next thing you know you're codependent on it mm-hmm. because i really feel like that's what addiction is but we don't want to get all into that that's a little you know psychological but you're codependent on it you can't function without it right um i want to say it can be an addiction but you know now that i've kind of grown i want to say it's all in your mind as well just be like you don't need to be looking at that go read a go read a book yeah call, call one of your friends <laughs> I'm gonna read some That's though. even worse because you have to read every <laughs> specific detail. Oh yeah, my yeah, god! I used to have so great. many erections in school oh, because of Zane. <laughs> Nervous? What? Yes. Addicted? <laughs> Come through, somebody. Yes. Nervous had me in the bathroom, just mm-hmm. like oof, sitting here tingling. Yes. <laughs> because she was so graphic. Yes, oh, I love goodness. her. She's still I, my favorite author. I don't know if you remember when we. I fasted from porn. I think I did I think it with we you. All we all did. Yeah, we did. I, I, we were I, I on Twitter, it. and we all said we were going to fast. Well, I we, I did it because <laughs> I, get that. I did it. <laughs> it's supposed to be about the spirit, so y'all. <laughs> I did it because that was the thing we mm-hmm. had at my church. Remember, I had, at my church we had that fifty-two day fast, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, what can I fast from?" I said, "The one thing I need to fast from is porn," mm-hmm. and y'all said. Me too. Okay, we're gonna join in it. <laughs> you started the Me Too movement. <laughs> I put it on Twitter. I said I yep. fasted for fifty-two days from porn. I did, man, and I made yep. it all fifty-two days. But baby, 50, day fifty-three, baby, <laughs> baby. Like, don't touch that phone. Sweat and sticky. And I think back then that that was before I had porn on my phone. So. I was watching at the computer. That was even before I had it on I know, because I used to come and use your computer, and I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? That's how yeah, I found I out a lot of shit. I don't saw some things on my friend's stuff, <laughs> yes. but you know, I just choose to use the blind eye. Yeah. I don't say nothing. I just I just use the blind eye. I say, oh, yeah. oh ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. Just keep on but going. But I got in trouble going. for that, though. I got in trouble for that, because it was things that I knew. He was like, why you ain't tell me? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you everything. Like, I'm sorry. Hi, my name is Madula. And I'm a be- <laughs> tell, no, mean, tell me what you saw on my computer. Yeah, so I can warn, so I can make sure that uh, no nobody else see it. <laughs> Shit, we all saw it. We're like, oh, oh, all right. So why why do y'all think it can be an addiction? What what is your opinion on that? What why do you think it can be an addiction? I, I know I gave my little spiel because you know you you get to the point to where you feel like you can't function without it. You know, mm-hmm. you're not sexually active. You don't want to, you know, and sometimes, like y'all said, the sex can be so bad. It's kind of like, I need this video to really get me off, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So It helps me sleep. Hmm. 
But you know, there have been like even relationships where you've heard people say, I know I've heard like some women say that their husband can't have sex with them without Mm -hmm. turning on porn. Kirk Franklin was one person who was addicted to porn. Sure was. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like, and it's not them. It's not that they're not turned on by the partner, but they just, well, maybe they are not turned, but they love them and I think they do, but I think it's just, they have to have that. But that was a thing on Sex in the City as well. Mm. On the, was it the show or the movie? Remember Trey couldn't because I, I watched the movie. Yeah, so. I think it was the show. <laughs> it, was it was the, the show. show. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have sex with Charlotte, but he would go in there and jack off in the bathroom to big boobs or whatever. <laughs> big busty babes. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Because it's an addiction. He loved his wife. Or you know, but they never had sex. But there's a, there's sometimes mm. an element of porn, you know, like you said, Is it the fantasy? big busty babes because Charlotte she, was not. Mm-mm. You know, there's a element something porn sometimes allows you to explore things that you may not get to explore in the bedroom yes right cool. right mm-hmm. i don't even want to look which, at my search history which can kind of lead to an addiction because if you know mm-hmm. that's what's something that you're not going to experience mm-hmm. right and you know you get that you take yourself to that experience on the porn right yes you you kind of become co-dependent on it mm, do you I think it's because that. they don't feel comfortable with their significant others to tell them what they like like i'm thinking like fetishes I think so. Um, and then, then then again, too, I think some men, uh, especially African-American men, they know it's certain things that African-American women are not going to do. Right. Um, they, they, they just know it. They're they not about to run the train with their boys on the African-American woman because she's going to be like, what the hell? Yeah, I uh, Cauc- ask that for my wife anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but you know, with, with certain Caucasian women, they, it has they been do. told. They, they've said, you know, I, I get my job, my husband, a blowjob every day. Because uh-huh. a blowjob a day will keep a side bitch away, <laughs> but <laughs> that's what has Slob been said. On the knob, ladies. Yeah, but I've, cer- I've been, but certain I've been women approached by a Caucasian couple. I've got yeah. approached by a black couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but cer- certain certain um, African American couples they're not doing that. So yes, I think it may be somewhat they probably are insecure to ask that person. Um, sometimes they feel intimidated mm-hmm. or you know shy to ask that because they know it, they they may be nervous of the response that they may get. Right. Um. Mm. Mm, that's good that'll preach yeah mm. so it's not only your mind it is an addiction it's mm-hmm. an addiction if you're mm-hmm. an addict if you're addicted and you're here say i i <laughs> he said mm. did you fall asleep suzanne okay i guess he bored i didn't hear All no right, I. let's go well, to you might need to look some porn or suzanne might need to look some porn up might be looking mm-hmm. at it now never know no i'm not oh. falling asleep <laughs> all right so let's wrap both of these up social media that is yeah you know what because a lot of people have to fast from it Mm -hmm. and uh, social media i think is an addiction because i think it's usually the majority of people when they wake up what's the first thing they do they grab their phone they grab their phone right what's the last thing you do before you go to bed charge my phone while i'm watching facebook and instagram Mm. (laughs) but even at brunch yesterday um you know, I saw there was couples and I'm just like both the guy and the um, girl, they were both on their phones, not communicating or anything. It was just like, and yeah. I'm guilty of it. I, I, I admit I'm guilty of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think it is an addiction um, simply because like I was talking about uh, with the with the money thing, um, a lot of validation comes from social media. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting validation at home or just say if you're single, you're not in a relationship or you're not getting the attention that you need in your relationship, you know, you can put a thirst picture out on Instagram mm-hmm. and get a hundred likes. And you're like, you know, that's, that's satisfying to me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gratified 
by uh, looking at that. Um, I think people also get a kick out of getting to other people's business. And that can be an addiction because, you know, if you don't have any friends, you know, you can be like, oh, yeah, girl, I saw, you know, they ain't together no more. You know, mm-hmm. the, all the dollar pictures and stuff or whatever. Guilty. Uh, they, they, <laughs> <laughs> the, pictures, the pictures deleted, you know, whatever. Or, or he ain't going to that church no more because that girl over there, she got married to some boy. You know, so people get a kick out of that. Um, for me, oh. me personally, I think it's all in your mind. Because uh, I purposely have set my phone on my kitchen counter and left it there uh-huh. the next morning just so I can make sure that I'm still reading books, that I'm looking right. at YouTube, mm-hmm. that I'm trying to interact with my friends because I don't want to lose that. Um, you know, and I think like even when I'm working and I know that I have to, uh, an assignment that really has to get done, I will make sure I put my phone just away, you know, mm-hmm. just in another room. So I'm just not trying to check it every five minutes Mm -hmm. but again i think a lot of things another reason what makes social media so addictive is the fact that information travels so fast now right Mm -hmm. you know i mean do you remember like when you were in elementary school and you used to play the telephone game and you should just see how you could just (laughs) right (laughs) now you don't have to play the telephone game because by the time but the thing about a telephone game by the time you get to the other person it taught you how social media really was because by the time you get Mm -hmm. to the next person it's a whole nother different story story. then what you say because somebody heard heard something else but now social media everything just plat they mm-hmm. put long mm-hmm. it was an example like uh, the movie crazy rich asians um mm-hmm. the print uh, well he was like a, he was like a wealthy guy and he was dating this common girl mm-hmm. and so one of the girls um from the countries i think it was in singapore she saw that he was out with this girl she took a picture posted mm-hmm. on social media it traveled all around the world yeah. like within five minutes yeah i remember <laughs> yeah that. it traveled like in five minutes everybody was talking about it so it's, I, think, I think that's why it's just so addictive. Like you just get so much. There's so much information. Yeah, it is a lot of information. Wrong and uh, tw- Twitter, a lot of Twitter, wrong Twitter, information Twitter Facebook. Yeah, you, you definitely can find a lot of things about that. I mean, mm-hmm. do, y'all, do y'all think it has anything to do with the age? The age. My 18 year old, she gave up social media for Lent. Okay. Because she feels like it was a distraction for her. Hmm. Now the other two. My oldest one, she posts every goddamn five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I asked her today, I'm like, how did you don't do work? She was like, yes, I do. I was watching my 600-pound life and posted on Facebook and working. How? <laughs> that was, that's how Aloysius was. He would he would run, like, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at the same and time. Snapchat. And Snapchat and be doing an eight-hour job all day long. And I was just like, oh, my God. How, how How is it possible for you to do that and still be on top of everything and be texting us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just be like, okay. Yeah. It's, so, uh, I yeah. mean, it, it has no age age, age demographic. It does to a certain extent. I think older people. They, they, they hell, they more involved than anybody now. is on Periscope. Yeah, but I don't Snapchat. think that. No, she's on Snapchat. She's on Instagram, Instagram. and Facebook. They could, t- they could tell you your life better than you can. That part. <laughs> and be wrong. Dead wrong. And do you know what? And I think it may be also a cultural thing because in my de- work department, there's just a lot of stuff. Like, you know, I'm one of the probably out of 80 employees, I'm probably, it's probably like two black people, two or three black people. Oh, bless you. And you a token. <laughs> Let me hold $5. Yeah, I am the only black guy. <laughs> but, um, it's like when I like I'll mention something on social media and they'll be like, where did you get this information from? We didn't we, we didn't hear this. Where is all this coming from? And I'm like, oh, you don't be on Facebook. No, we don't be on. <laughs> <And they're> like, 
<laughs> we're not on Twitter and all this stuff here. So I was just like, it just really made me think it might be a cultural thing because people mm-hmm. who I, I I guess Caucasians or whatever they it uh, the younger generation mm-hmm. the older Caucasians I find they are not on it as much mm-hmm. you know they have it they pop in and say hey to their family and post pictures of like their grandkids and yeah or their dog or something right, yeah it. yeah <laughs> you know. hmm. that was good y'all want to do one more sure. Let's talk about church. Yes, that can be an addiction. That can definitely be an addiction. It started as a child, though, because we used to be at church Sunday all day, Tuesday in the evenings, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. You got rehearsal for this. You got rehearsal for that. They got meetings for this. So you had no choice but to be there. Right. So we grew up accustomed to just that's what we had to do. We just had to be there. Mm -hmm. And then once we broke free, we won't even go back. Yeah. I, I definitely, you know, growing now, now, um, you know, in, in changing churches and stuff like that, I can see where it has definitely been a more cultural thing. I'm with you because, mm-hmm. in you know, in African-American, African-American families, that's what it was, mm-hmm. because technically, if we think about it back in the day, that's all we had. Yeah. You know, we only had ourselves and God because, you know, people were not able to vote. They didn't have mm-hmm. any money. You know, uh, slavery, slavery. Was all we had. <clears throat> yeah. Slavery. You know, of course, the way that they would, you know move about you know underground railroad so they were saying these songs and they were talking oh, about Negro Jesus spirituals. right and, stuff, and that's the way they was actually getting away and so, mm-hmm. so that's all that we had so I think it's definitely a cultural thing uh, you can become addicted you know you feel like you have to be there or mm-hmm. you feel like you have to tithe or you feel- also they make you feel guilty if you don't yeah especially like especially like older people mm-hmm. older people what have you they they definitely um <laughs> They, they, so you, you, need to go to, you need to go to church you ain't been to church and all these mm-hmm. time you know you be out there running the streets and stuff you need to get your behind and bring the church i'm mm-hmm. just oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are some i mean you have people who go that too they, like you said they'd be there all day on um sunday i just never saw how y'all do it I, I, I <laughs> remember when i you. first met you i was like you a heathen you don't go to church oh you you did when you found out i didn't go to church charlie called me a heathen <laughs> but, it, but it's just a mess you you feel like even even to this day i feel like i ha- i cannot stay home on a sunday should i can. I, I cannot stay now, home I without at least going to now. church I and i can watch porn now <laughs> feel, but, it, but to me it's not that i i don't know if it's yeah, I think it is that I feel like I can't stay home on a Sunday, but I just feel like there have been times when I have stayed home and I just felt like my whole week was off. Right. Mm. right. My whole week was just right. off. And that, that can actually be all in, all in your mind, mm-hmm. you know, but my thing, you know, when you're in tune, that's a whole other different things for another day. But when you're in tune with something, you're mm-hmm. a little different. You know, you're just like, okay, well, you know, I need to be to the house of the Lord because, mm-hmm. I mean, I need to really get some things off my chest. I need to be lifted, mm-hmm. all that. So it definitely can be an addiction and it can be all in your mind. But it's almost like church used to be a water fountain. Right. And it so you had to get replenished on Sundays. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I ain't had to be there on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> I can get replenished on my, on Sundays and be happy. The only thing, you just needed one day and that was it. Yeah. I need a refresher course. You know, spritz me a little. <laughs> well, I think that that well definitely still runs really, really good. I don't say one dry. But it definitely is a place, a safe haven for us and in, in our culture. Mm-hmm. So I think we, we have become addicted over years. And I think it's really a good addiction to end it out. Clicks, likes, and comments. What's got social media up in a tinsy? Ooh, this big old college uh, admissions. Terms. The white folks. The rich, yeah. people oh, the rich people problems. Rich people problems. Rich people problems. Rich people problems. They were paying. Hmm. 
So if you if you've been living under a rock, you probably don't know this story, but it was everywhere where mm-hmm. there was an organization, I guess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Giving. <laughs> right. All of us going to get in some uh, prestigious colleges after a while. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. There were some um wealthy wealthy individuals and right. they were paying to have for their, they were basically paying for their kids to get into like Ivy League schools, Yale, you know, Stanford, Harvard, right. Harvard, Harvard, schools like that. They were there was a guy who had he was running an operation to where if you paid him so much amount of money, he could have someone to go and take the SAT, ACT right. for your right. child. He would get and he sports was getting millions of dollars. One what am I doing pay, wrong? One family paid one point two million. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> he photoshopped pictures photoshopped yes. pictures of their children as athletes mm-hmm. you know these children have never picked up a ball right and the sad part about it they don't even want to be no. in school <laughs> they have said on their youtube channels you know oh i'm I'm skipping college today don't tell my parents or whatever they don't, don't even want to, be, want there. to be there but uh, um two of the biggest names you know this was just surprising right. um Lori loglin loglin mm-hmm. um we know her as Aunt Becky mm-hmm. from Full House. Yes, <laughs> we uh, that I think that kind of just surprised everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's married to the fashion designer um, Massimo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Massimo. His clothes are like in Target, yeah, Target right. and stuff like that. So um, they had the uh, reported for them. I think they had paid like five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand, right? Got yep, that for their daughter. Um, but you don't even have. I mean, but my thing ugh. is, you pay five hundred thousand dollars for a four year school where the tuition is what. Maybe sixty-five, uh, maybe about sixty-five thousand a year. Yeah. But you couldn't get in. That was a the problem. Year. But you paid more. You paid more. Than but, the tuition. Child, but their child couldn't get admitted. Well, yeah, and yeah, I mean, I, guess I and point, I mean, yeah. when you have that, and plus when you have that behind your name, mm-hmm. I graduated from Harvard. Right. It's it's it looks really really good on a resume. It's really good on a resume. You mean you probably could get any job you want at that point, you know. Yeah, it's you, just, I mean you can. You could be the dumbest motherfucker and just be like I graduated from Harvard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll they'll place you as well. But yeah. I mean, it's just a poor representation for all the students that actually work hard mm-hmm. to actually get there cuz you have some students that study years and years to take SAT and ACT prep courses so that they can get these high scores to get into these schools and pretty much now everybody is a, a is an under surveillance now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like now I have to work extra, 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 extra hard. So if my mama did know the dean in the office, now it's like, oh, that's conflict of interest because oh. your mom because mm-hmm. your mama knew them or whatever. And we don't even have the money that the, the other children mm-hmm. had. And I think yeah, and I think one of the things, good points that Roland Martin brought up was because we've all you know I went to a predominantly white um, university, and we don't care. And the, but the thing is, is though, when you go to those, you always you know you can hear. Things one of the white kids that say, yeah. "Oh, you only got in because of affirmative action. Mm-hmm. You right. must play basketball or something right. like that." Right, you play sports. So, yeah, and mm-hmm. to come and find out that your mama paid. This is what the <laughs> right <laughs> Caucasians have been doing. <laughs> right, <laughs> and it's like okay, and they their kids were probably the main ones talking about. Oh, you right. probably just got an affirmative action. Mm-hmm. It's like you just paid your way in. <laughs> I know. Well, screwed your way to the top. Right, and so um, Felicity Huffman was another. Actress um, from Desperate Housewives. So sad. It's sad. It's and the, I think the peop- she, hers the was people like who we like 000. and love. Yeah, but but, but the, well, it's the fact of the matter that you still did it. You still did it, and that's what. And there is a lawsuit now from some students and their parents who didn't get in. <laughs> you know, they're suing the schools. That's that's what I'm saying. It's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. But then there's giving. this one dumb. I mean, this one dumb parent. But I get it because she's suing 
um the celebrities i think she's suing them for 500 billion girl bye (laughs) (laughs) like first of all you have to prove Mm -hmm. that your child would have gotten in yeah that's where it's going to go you know you got you're going to have to prove that your child would have gotten in right and that they're suffering because they didn't get into those who are these attorneys that's taking these cases they feel like they have a chance when it comes to that public opinion they feel like they have a chance uh, just mm-hmm. like the girl who took that case with usher uh the, the, <laughs> the bad girl. what's, what's uh, her name um, the girl who gave her to i can't remember her name what, what's the attorney her uh, gloria she, um all right, right. All right. All right. her her we're gonna say her tonight mm-hmm. yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm bad for that word her but i know i'm talking about her you know, she she takes certain things because they feel like they have a chance, and a lot of times they just want it for the publicity anyway. Yeah. If I if I if I if my name is on a case where um, uh, students um, where um, records were tarnished mm-hmm. or what have you, that's going to bring fame to my name, whether mm-hmm. I win the case or lose the case. Oh, y'all remember he tried such and such and such. Look at Marsha Clark. And, uh, <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And um, one other thing, um, Lori's kids have dropped out officially. Right, they and dropped I, out. I feel like they should have because they didn't want to be there in the first place. Right, yeah. and the thing is, it's like I think the debate is like what happens to the kids who those kids who are whose parents did pay for them to get in. What should the schools do? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think if the kid didn't know, I don't think they should be punished. They they knew when you, you don't when you don't mm-hmm. take a test, <laughs> a mm. ACT or a SAT or ACT test when you don't take it well, and you get into a college of, of um. A, an Ivy League college of that magnitude, you know what's going on. Well, the thing was, some kids did take the test, but the man went back and altered scores. Oh, yeah, he altered scores. even got the scores. Mm. So right. you probably just thought that you made a sixteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> and you really did. You made a six hundred. Hey, yeah, it it no. ain't no way in the hell. <laughs> you you've been privileged all your life. Mm-hmm. You're right because I knew, you've been you've been homeschooled. I knew when I took the SAT, I knew I felt that shit. I don't I don't give a damn. I hey, knew when I took it, I, I was like. I prepped for that shit just like I did that damn FK and I still failed it. Right, <laughs> okay. I knew. But I went to school. But I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, you know that, you know, you've been privileged all, all this time. You've gone to the mm-hmm. best of schools. You've been homeschooled when your parents have been on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, during well, you went my take no SAT <laughs> and ACT <laughs> and just make no 16, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, going to go, to go to Yale or to go right. to Harf- Harvard. You ain't never heard of no damn Harvard all your life. Right. <laughs> Only thing like, you know is maids and nannies and, and shit like that. Really? <laughs> not yeah. not saying that a lot of them do not have the means to have the money because you definitely got to have the coins. But you know they they not grafting education. You not Bill Gates' son to where you been in IT and technology and stuff like that. Really, girl, give me a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm well, mad. Uh, I'm mad. Yeah. I don't got pissed off. Because <laughs> BCU, yeah. I owe them a whole lot of money. Y'all yeah. up here, rich people <laughs> making all these decisions. Y'all go send this money down here to this black school that can't keep nobody in there. Mm-hmm. Right about Ooh, that. Oh Lord, I'm sorry, BCU. Take it, take that. Yeah. Hey, hey, let them know. Um, Our hearts go out to New Zealand. New Zealand, um, who there was a you know there was a terrorist attack. They don't want to call it a terrorist attack, um, but that's basically what it is. You know, it a was guy, what it was. Yeah, no, white male went in to um, was it a um, mosque? Yeah, mosque. Yeah, mosque. And killed what I think the victims forty nine people. Yeah, forty nine people. Forty nine right. people, almost, and almost 50, there were kids right. included. Yeah. Yeah, so and, they shut down um, all the mosques in uh, the U.S. as well. All all of them were shut down for like days. Right, and he um yeah. and the think the sad part was he videotaped. Yeah, the he, he went live. Thing. He went live, live live stream while he was doing it. And um, I think what's so shocking is because you know we know in America, white supremacy, mm-hmm. racism is something right. we deal with. You don't think about it being in outside, New you yeah. know, New Zealand. 
you know, you don't, I think they said the last time they even had a mass shooting was 1990. Right. Wow. 1990. Because they, they don't have all that in those, in those countries, right. you know, like that. It's, it's, it's really shut down. And you the know. thing is, as many mass shootings as we have, and you know, and I'm, I'm definitely an advocate for gun rights. You know, I do believe that gun, you know, you should be, I don't think you need an AK <laughs> or, you know, them semi-automatic, you know, just, you, you, I don't think you need a assault rifle, you know, but I do, I am. But, Unless you're in jail. <laughs> but our gun laws have never, you know, after all the mass shootings we had, our gun laws have never changed. Mm-hmm. But after New Zealand, this happened in New Zealand, baby, their um, leaders, 10 days, he said, we will have new gun laws in place. See, yeah. we don't have that type of leadership <laughs> our leadership is still like bare arms the fuck and people out there dying mm-hmm. and, but care. you gotta understand also with our with our government the nra is, is a big donor yeah they're they own these our, politicians they own these politicians so you're not gonna cut that Mm-mm. their money out no yeah. mm. so um yeah again, just rest you know um definitely our hearts go out to them just hilarious why is she under attack, people? Why? Because she ain't still nobody, man. What's the problem? That it, you know, it's it's that that political game is really a mess. It, it, it just it, is. I think after this attack, you know, to come out. Okay, so Jess hilarious. Uh, if you guys don't know her, she's a comedian. She's she was a social media. She started out as a social media comedian. Um, she did have. I don't know if that show still comes on Fox that she had with the guy from um because he died get out just yeah the guy from get out real yeah real yeah because he's passed away or one of them passed away from that show no he didn't pass no okay sorry real oh lord (laughs) i'm about to say we just saw him on no 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 it was somebody from that show though but um she got on i I like i like her i I really love her and i think i want to see her when she comes here (sighs) okay so she was on a plane there was a guy in front of her who had a turban and I don't know all the details, but I know um, she got on her live and I think the guy was kicked off. It was a group of maybe a family of four. I think it was a family of four of them. They got kicked off. She got on her live and she was saying, you know, I have fear for my life, you know, with these, you know, I don't know what the term she used, but you know, the guy wore the turban. It was something very ignorant. And she said, I just got four people kicked off a plane. Mm-hmm. You know, and after what just happened at the mosque in New Zealand, she's precaution. She's taking precautions. I mean, yeah, because I mean, she was like, "I see you, Kyra." But she said she was fear, and people were just like, "How would you feel?" You know, we as black people, we go through this all the time. Where right. white people say they fear of us, you know, just every day. So why would you do the same thing? But if you're afraid, you're. I don't think she should have went live and just mm-hmm. been like bragging about, "Oh, I just got four people kicked off a plane." No, no, you don't do that. Yeah, because it, you're not just speaking to just the African Americans; mm-hmm. you're right. speaking to everybody at that point, especially yeah. those of you who just lost people, their right. lives in the mall. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That political thing is like right. when they with you, they with you, but honey, when they against yeah, you, sure. they are against but you. But she just recently got in trouble about speaking about. Um, I think she called someone a faggot. She called someone a faggot. Yeah, right. And you know, you can't do that, and you cannot do that. <laughs> you know, and you know that LGBT yeah. L plus community. Baby, they, they some but also <laughs> to her defense you need to stop doing that shit like right. stop posting on these people's pages like they're not human beings and they don't have feelings but you don't want nobody to call you out you can call us a nigga but we can't call you a cracker right or you can call us a faggot but we can't call you a dyke what the fuck right like right. you're absolutely you, you right you shouldn't do that right but nevertheless she should watch her mouth so just 
Just, just, uh, just, 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 keep, just keep calm for a week. Let something else happen, and then mm-hmm. come back and start telling jokes again. You'll be all right. Yeah, go in your prayer closet this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what country yeah. wing? Okay. So, are we canceling Dr. Maya Angela? Who? Dr. Maya Angela. If, if someone <laughs> shows who who shows you who they are, believe, believe them. We're not going to do that. We're not going to because do if it wasn't for Maya Angelou, we would not have these strong black women today. I said strong, strong black women. <laughs> okay, so I uh, rise. So if you guys don't know what happened, um, basically, a old interview from like 1980 something. It's probably 30 years ago. It's resurfaced. Where Dr. Maya Angelou, I think she was on like a talk show or something, and this 14-year-old girl got up to ask her a question. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, Maya, she said, how do you feel about interracial dating? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Dr. Maya Angelou said, uh, hold up. You don't address me as Maya. It's Dr. Angelou. Which Ms. is right. Angelou. You put a handle on it. That's right. And it was more so... And okay, and me and Petty talked about this weekend because I was I I uh, a lot of younger people were saying counsel her because you don't tell me to address you as Doctor or Mister or Mrs. if I want to, and that's I, the I younger totally generation. That's totally the disagree. younger generation, and right. I feel like yeah, I do I do disagree, but I don't feel I don't like the way she, her tone was to the girl. And if you watched it, this was just a short, clip. let's say two minute clip, but. There was another clip that came where at the end of the show, she apologized to the young lady for the way she talked to her because the girl was only 14. And because it was just I'm like, you know, from my status, you don't address me as Maya. But we got to don't we got to also think about the time as well. I mean, in the 90s, right? it was that's all it was. It was yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. That's no, right. sir. That's the I'm 80s. Like, it was yes, ma'am. Yes. No, sir. You know, what have you. So back then, I felt like it should have gotten a pass because older people would put us in our place back then mm-hmm. now 2000 and above you bet not right. <laughs> you, you bet not a lot of the younger people said because a lot of younger people are saying you know oh baby i would have went off on her and see and you're I not gonna you know, do that in the 80s you weren't gonna do that and to me i was feeling the same thing me and Patty, and i think me and Patty said the same thing because my thing is it's not the way it's the way you talk you talk to someone and i right. feel like she trying to talk down to her even though she was only 14 you don't i don't think you chastise her for that you you talk to her you say Hey, you know, young lady, you know, anytime you're speaking to an adult, you know, you want to address them as miss, but not, oh, a person of my statue, you know, on my level, you don't address by their first name. You know, it was the way she yeah, said it. It was the way she said it's it. It's the way she said it because at me, right. I would have shut down and been like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I you wouldn't be nothing. Like, I just would have been like, nope, I would have been like, no, because I know me. I, and I probably would have sat down and just been like, you know, never mind. I don't even want to ask the question no more, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's that generation now, but I mean yeah. back then, you know, everybody yeah. was your mama. We've grown up, and we yeah, yeah everybody yeah. was your daddy, and it was yeah. it was Miss blah blah. And you didn't even call him by their first name. Yeah, it was Miss. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Miss Charmy. It was Miss Williams. My kids still do that yeah. to this day. What they say, Mister and then Mister Lance two Right, they do. And but right. you know, a lot of kids these days, and I, and a lot of parenting. I know some parents who don't want their children to call they do allow their children to call them by their first name they Shit, don't say me. call me mom or dad they, they say would. call me right. by my first and we, name we've lost that's it a whole nother we've generation. lost it there's yeah. a whole nother generation of people who don't and um i think when you respect is if respect goes both ways it right it does respect goes both ways you know i can respect you but you're gonna you know and if, if i did make a mistake don't talk to me 
as like I'm beneath you. And I think that's where a lot of people felt like she, a lot of younger people, they felt like she talked to this young girl like she was beneath her, even though she's only 14. You know, there's a way you can address a young child and say, hey, I want to yeah. help, help you out just for I future. I still disagree. The yeah, reason I, why I, I still I totally disagree, disagree is thing. because uh-uh. you have to remember at her age and at her stature, sometimes back then, that's how they got you. That's how they talked to you. And especially in our community. Yeah. You went to church and you said something to Miss mm-hmm. Odell. She was going to talk to you. Hey, baby, uh-uh, we don't do that here. Yeah. You're not going to do this. And then, okay, yeah, you might have got your feelings hurt. Your pride was hurt. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you knew better because you know what? I don't want that to happen again. Right. So and, it and, like it, and it was a respect that you yes. had, not only for that person, but for yourself mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. I'm glad that they they shut me down so that I didn't have to get embarrassed in front of thousands. Somebody else. Yeah. Right. yeah. And the thing is, and I think what it is, is that there was a generational gap on Twitter. Like the older people were saying, this is, you know, you're going to address me by mm-hmm. Mr. or Mrs. Young right. people saying, I don't have to address you as any kind of way. I can dress you however the hell I want to dress you I at this point. And, right. I, and I don't even think that is because Ed, this is my thing here. Where did that level of respect, what were, what were we taught that at? We were taught that by older people, but yeah. where is it written that you have to address somebody as Mr. or Miss? It's just common courtesy. It's, but it's, is it really because a lot of I mean if you go that's another cultural difference mm, that's yeah, a black white cultural people thing do not do white people shit. do not do Mr. and Miss you can like call that. them boss and somebody, and and somebody had it. made a comment like on Twitter they were just like well would you address your boss as um, by their first name I said yeah I always address my boss yeah. as their first name because I don't say at our job, Mr. That's what they Mr. or they Mrs. Said they, they said <laughs> but I mean now. I guess with me when I when I started in corporate America I was I was 18. Mm-hmm. I was I was fr- mm-hmm. I was right. I was 18, 19. Mm-hmm. So to me, when I had a boss that was almost 50, mm-hmm. you know, I it, don't even I, feel right calling I, them. Yeah, I, I, I call I her. Now, I, everybody else called. I said Miss Edwards because mm-hmm. to me, she was like my mom. Right. You know, I, and I just whether it's your mom, whether it's my right. friend's mom, I'm gonna say, you know, hey Miss Ann, hey hey Miss. I mean, but mm-hmm. that's just, and I think it is about cultural. But to mm-hmm. me, I feel like it's about respect. You're respecting right. the individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I call my kids in the classroom now. I say, Miss um, Miss uh, Anderson, Mister Such and Such mm-hmm. Such, because I give them that respect. A young lady, young man, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because so, and, and and another thing is like, is that always the case? Though, does a person have to earn that respect, or do you just always address them that way because that's they're, they're older? You start that way because of their age, and then when they start disrespecting you and they don't apologize about it, then yeah, you may get a little out of pocket because which the, is still wrong. Because the thing is, is that like if we're gonna start saying that we have to address everybody by their type, because somebody was just like, you know, would you walk up to Michelle Obama and say, "Hey, Michelle"? Hell no. <laughs> Somebody, but some young person were like, "I sure would." I say, "Hey, Michelle," and it just shows how ignorant you are for (laughs) for the first African American first lady. And see, and and that's the thing is like, do you? Why don't we? Okay, Trump. Why don't we address him, President Mm -hmm. Trump? Because that's a title and that's a level of respect. You always address the president as president, but we don't do that because we feel like. He's not worthy of respect. <laughs> That's just a whole other different case. Okay. Oh, I wish OTP was here so he can tell a story. He is so disrespectful. But I do believe in that you respect the position that someone is in mm-hmm. and you respect the title that they have. Right. right. I don't have to agree until with you, you as a leader. Until you do something that you, you're, you don't earn that respect. But I'm still going to respect the position and the title that you have. Uh-huh. And that's the thing because I'm in an organization now. Right. I may not like her. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But I still have to call her what her title is right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying title. if you are in a sorority you gotta hate big sister such and such but you know that's what you gotta call her right Not that. i mean you're doing it in the courtroom yeah you're forced to do it in the court all rise <laughs> <laughs> and you better stand <laughs> honorable. up honorable 
Yeah. The honorable. So, because they've earned that. And I think yeah. in Donna Manager, she has earned it. So. Hmm. And why in the hell are they trying to drag somebody who's dead? Why do they do they've that? They've been shit? doing that lately. <laughs> I, oh. The lady is dead. That for was real dead. Was like, they were, she was like, they were, they were just like, how you going to counsel somebody who did? <laughs> She's already uh, counseled. <laughs> she will always be down in our books. Yeah. As the Dr. Maya Angelou. Right. Always. Still, I ride. <laughs> <laughs> we Even this, in death, we did this dance. Soldier boy, they watch me crank me, watch me make that Superman. And, oh, I felt like a little kid again. Oh, all I know, Soldier boy was arrested and he's out now. <laughs> okay, can we wasn't he I talking put... shit about that on his like he live was. or something? I'm sure he was because it's Soldier boy. He's very ignorant. ignorant. Now, see, I wouldn't call him Soldier boy. Like young man, I would do him just the way Monique did Charlamagne the God. Lenard. Lenard. Just said, that's what I'm yeah, saying. He Lamar. Was just Lamar. For, uh, it was like a probation violation. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they found ammunition in his home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he got out and said, you know, I'm performing. As soon as he got out, I'm performing mm-hmm. at the Clippers game. <laughs> 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 but congratulations also to Soldier Boy because um, on the last episode of what's it, Mar- Marriage Boot Camp, him and um, Naya, was, is that her name? Yeah, Naya Riley. Nia Riley. That's what he beat up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. proposed to her on the mm. show, she so they're engaged. Like yeah, she accepted and she was happy. Oh, so, so he ain't with um, what's that? <laughs> he ain't <checking>. like China. <laughs> that was only a week. That was a week. He said he just wanted to see what the pussy was like. That's all. I okay. mean, anybody can apparently. It's free for all. Well, it's community under, property. Well, it's usually under twenty one, but you know. Well, rock fat ass. And you she, know what? She secured the bag. That but you know for, what? She, she I did, did not that. know. She I did, did not that. know Rob was a Pisces, and so now when I found that out this weekend, I was like, okay, I understand how way how he, he is. Was the way he, is. <laughs> he was He is the way he is <laughs> because of Chris Jenner. <laughs> and her but I can understand his emotions because I'm a Pisces. I said I can understand the way he is. <laughs> Child, I ain't got no emotions. <laughs> his emotional ass eating. He need to slow that shit down. Chris yeah. Jenner. Oh, so you know, if y'all have not been paying attention the millennial millennium tour kicked off what two weeks ago yes it did mm-hmm. and the videos look hot like i really want to go to this show they I still really got the moves to. they still got the moves spectacular spectacular from um pretty ricky mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah. does like this act where he flips the girl over yeah Ooh. well you know that's what he was doing before he got famous like he used to do it with the chairs and stuff <laughs> yeah. and i was just like dang i wanted if i could do that you know that's when i really See, had that all this ego. is where the sex addiction comes in because they do shit like that on it's like oh i want a nigga who can do that but, uh, <laughs> but um the tour had been going had been going well you know they look like they gelled the b2k looked like they were gelling and then raspy gets on live and says i'm quitting the tour it's always one bad apple. And it's always his ass. <laughs> yeah. But, but he's, mean, he's a little but crazy anyway. You know, it's, it's his addiction and stuff. But I kind of understood it. But that's the thing. that I kind of understood it because, you know, he said that, you know, they were molested by Chris Stokes. Chris he Stokes. was molested by Chris Stokes. And Allegedly. That his, and that was his reason, actually, for leaving the tour. He said he didn't feel safe. He felt Chris Stokes was around and he did not feel safe. You are 35 years old. You don't got them hands by now. You already done made it. <laughs> yeah, but he, the, you know, a few hours later, he said, you know, I'm back. You know, I talked to my brothers and they assured me that everything was going to be okay. So he's back on the tour. He had a Clarice moment, but once he realized them, them coins the was going to be okay, like, and he, he came back. Tight, keep your hold tight. <laughs> oh, shining, 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 shining. Yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z. Oh, this winning. Um, they are going to receive the GLAD Award. I'm so glad about that. And for those who don't know what GLAD <laughs> is, it's the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Award. 
Yes. Please don't say anything to mess it up, y'all. Don't say nothing because well, you, you know they she are. Well, she don't. She ain't saying nothing. But I'm just saying, you know, if it come from your camp or whatever, just make sure you pay somebody to keep their mouth closed because I don't hear nothing from the L plus community talking about y'all said this. They were trying to snatch titles because y'all know they can be side. Side uh, Sideline bullets They really can You can't say nothing Everybody's so sensitive nowadays mm-hmm. But y'all say everything else About everybody mm-hmm. else Y'all read the kids About the fashions mm-hmm. Y'all do all this type of stuff I'm not going in I'm just I'm just speaking from my heart Right now so, And I, mean, I want to say that it, it actually stands for Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation Defamation right But um Yeah There were a lot of And I will say Cause I, I am a part of The Beehive group On Facebook <laughs> And there were Some people Who were saying what has Beyonce and Jay-Z did for the gay community? And why are they getting this award? Well, Beyonce has done a lot. It starts. They, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> and Jay-Z married Beyonce, now, bitch. That's what he did. But to me, I don't think that you always have to. They do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Th- those makeup artists, those designers. Mm-hmm. They, hire, they hire a lot. <laughs> a lot. And she they always constantly a giving a lot of people a chance. Yes. And even when um, same-sex marriage became legal, she made the video on her um, Instagram, right. you know, with the gay, the, the mm-hmm. rainbow flag and everything, celebrating. You know, she's always been an advocate. She has. You know, for All those millions she rights. gave to Houston, and that wasn't just for the gays, that was for everybody. Right. So, let, let's, let's, let's stop, okay? We need to give credit where credit is due. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, and, and even, that for the for, even for um, the Pulse victims mm-hmm. at the formation tour, she did a... Um, donation or Show something for, yeah, for the that same, that same year yeah yeah so i mean that's what she's done i mean because they yeah. maybe they paid y'all y'all got thou- hundreds of thousand dollar um b- bills paid mm-hmm. i mean that that's unheard of anyway somebody had five hundred thousand dollars worth of medical expenses wiped out you ain't owe nothing so I mean, people like Beyonce and people like the Red Cross mm-hmm. and churches and people who donated—they are the ones who have assisted mm-hmm. the L plus community in doing a lot of different things. Yep. On top of that, the L plus already has a lot of money anyway. But I mean, I'm just saying, let's respect everybody and embrace everybody right. the same way they want y'all want to be embraced. It that we want to be embraced. It, you know, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, I, I mean, I think that's a good inclusion. You know, let's not exclude them just because you know they're not. You know, you might not, not see, waving the flag. You may not see right. Jay Z out here just waving the flag, but I mean, I'm sure you know Jay Z does. You know, he's he's a very respectable individual, right? Mm-hmm. And he right. does a lot of stuff. You know, like you said, designers. You know, Jay Z, a lot of designers he wears. You know, right. is mm-hmm. gay. You know, he supports. So I think that's big. That's really congratulations to both of them. You know, I'm yeah. pretty. I, I think this is one they'll show up for. I hope <laughs> they, so. they will. They will. I think this is one they will. They, they, will, will they both up. will show and up. It's, for. And it's, they're gonna shut it down. Well, everybody who showed up normally shut it down. Like Janet, yeah. she shut it down. I mean, yeah. it was it was really good. Yes. And I mean, they they don't think. I mean, Christian Dior. Um, okay, let me hush. <laughs> <sighs> Answering for a friend. Okay, so my this is coming from uh, an anonymous person who loves us very dearly and it says so my opinion is normally distorted because it is easily wavered by the opinion of others so am i wrong for having an unpopular opinion if i am not wrong give me some of your unpopular opinions Hmm. um i don't think that anybody is wrong for having an unpopular opinion as a matter of fact i think i'm always the one that has an unpopular opinion I'm never on what the public says. I'm always kind of looking towards the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole um, R. Kelly situation. Right. I solely wholeheartedly blame it on the parents. Right. That's because that's actually an unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah it's not popular opinion. It's like, well, you know, they can get this victim. But I constantly say it because mm-hmm. I know, you know, even with me not 
all the way raising, but I helped raise a child. My mm-hmm. sister is 21 years old, and she know damn well not to try me like right. that. 21. <laughs> She's 21, a grown-ass woman, mm-hmm. and she not trying me like that back then or now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I, I mean, out of the respect, how I raised her and what she had for me. Ain't no, no, you set your child up. Your child, you, you use your child as bait. They got caught. And you can't you can't control it. it's out of your hands now. So I want them to own certain stuff. So I think having an uh, unpopular opinion is very 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 important because if it wasn't for a lot of unpopular opinion, there would be no Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. There'd be mm-hmm. no Martin Luther King because they had unpopular opinions. There would be no Malcolm X. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would it would be nuts. I think unpopular opinion is very very needed. Um, yeah. I wish I could give it a whole lot, but sometimes I'm not able to always articulate it at the time of when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you know I have that attitude. But it takes me a couple of days to kind of say, oh, you know, this is why. But, you know, like the whole Arcadia thing, I had to kind of swallow that. But at the end of the day, I still have that unpopular opinion about it. I don't blame him at all because, I mean, you can't blame a sick person because they're already sick. Right. If I know you have cancer or whatever, I'm not going to, you know, bash you for smoking. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, because you already got the cancer. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not going to go away whether you stop the smoking today or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, it may help, but, I mean, that's just my opinion. But Yeah. Um. My uh, this is my unpopular opinion, and I, I I say I've been saying this for years. Um, being a homeowner is overrated. <gasps> I, I, Thank I, you so much, right? <laughs> to me, that is my unpopular. I'm, opinion. I'm with you. <laughs> being a homeowner is so fucking overrated. I mean, and I am a homeowner, but you can just give me like just a condo. <laughs> yeah, a nice condo, a condo. with some rent. Because, I mean, especially when you live in an older house, Jesus. Everything that break down. It's on you. <laughs> hurricane season come. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have so much. It is, it is a big responsibility. I think it's good. Like if you have if you have a family, you know, I think it's, it may be a good thing. But if you're but just maybe, if everybody working in the family, if everybody's working, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, everybody working in that family, because, you know, if you're just taking care of somebody. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and. You you have to get stuff fixed. It's it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of yeah. responsibility. And then it's like to me, like the things, I, especially when it came to the hurricane season. It's like you pay all of this homeowners insurance for them deny and claims. Yeah, I mean, to, to, for them deny claims, deny. you can't be approved for anything. But you have people over here who stand in two dollar paying two dollars for rent, and they getting everything. But it's like I'm sacrificing this. I'm doing this. I'm paying taxes. <laughs> extra property taxes depending on what my area area is you know what type of um land that i'm on all those different type of things whether i'm if i stay close to a river you know i'm paying uh taxes for that you know all of those different things and you can't even get a claim you know you got to fix everything out of your pocket you got to go in your savings and and all this type of stuff and then of course once you do the claim then they want to uh charge extra interest on your rent i mean i, I mean your mortgage and stuff so it's right. oh my goodness yes it's a mess <laughs> it's a mess and people don't understand they're like people like oh you know i want a home you just have you have to be ready for everything that comes along comes with, with it, it right it's a lot of money that comes along with owning a home and like i said it's a lot of responsibility right now the good so, thing about it that it does um now the value can go up depending mm-hmm. on what you do but i mean is it like is it worth it after and 20 I will years say, <laughs> it's, it's cheaper to own a, a mortgage is usually cheaper than rent absolutely. i will say that absolutely however now, after you don't finish paying out all that shit, you got to get fixed. You probably don't pay it every <laughs> <laughs> Equal to the damn <laughs> Let's end it all. What would you do? <laughs> so, <laughs> today's what would you do? What would you guys do 
if you found your parents <laughs> getting it off to porn. My face is so distorted right now. How are they getting it off? They getting it off looking at porn. You walk in. Ew. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> I've seen my parents have sex. So. Well, see, uh, I haven't. I'm I saying porn. I'm, I'm saying porn. Like, if you're sitting there looking at your mom, looking at porn, be like, oh. My mom, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> now, I wouldn't have no problem with my mom looking at porn. It's just I don't want to see her getting off to it at the same time. You know, if you're looking at porn, you know I might make some recommendations to you. But um. <laughs> you know what, anyway, I want to adopt you as my son. You crazy shit. You got to remember, uh, I took my mom to a sex store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I don't even think that. that question is in a minute for you. That's that's for that's for the listeners this week. That's right. for the listeners. So what would you do? We were talking about porn, porn pornography uh, being an addiction. So what if you uh, found out that your parents was actually doing? They was getting it off to it. I mean, you walked in on it. What would you do? What's your next move? Let us know. <laughs> and with that being said, you can follow us on IG No Shit Sherlock Pod, Facebook Extra Sherlock Pod. Excuse me, Extra Sherlock. Excuse me, SoundCloud No Shit Sherlock Pod, and our email is No Shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Charmy, for being with us tonight. You guys are welcome. We miss you, OTP. It. Yeah, we miss you so much, OTP. It's never the same without my friend. But anyway, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell your dog, cat, or the bitch that you hate to like, listen to the podcast sure. on a regular. Our information will be back on iTunes very, very shortly. But until then, you can definitely check us out on SoundCloud, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all those other places. And until next time, we love you. Peace, love, and soul. Get the plan B pill.